Hey everyone, welcome to the Roadmap, Benzinga's NFT show. We've got a great one for you today. We will be joined by Toy Boogers once again to talk about their upcoming Mint that is a collaboration project with several NFT collections that you have definitely heard of before. So excited about that. We did some giveaways over the past couple of weeks. We gave away $1,000 in Ethereum. We also gave away a Star Wolf, and we will be talking to that team real soon. Guys, stick with the roadmap, your home for NFT news and exclusive interviews. Don't go anywhere. We've got a good episode coming up. This is the roadmap. All right, everyone, as I said, this is the roadmap, Benzinga's NFT show. I'm seeing you all roll in there live on YouTube right now. We're also available as a podcast, so you can listen in anytime that you desire. And you can also watch this video interview after it airs live on YouTube, Benzinga's channel. Make sure you go ahead and smash that like and subscribe to Benzinga's YouTube YouTube channel if you have not done so already. Before we get started with today's uh, episode, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor. Today's show is sponsored by FTX US, one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges in the world in terms of trading volume and daily users. The FTX app is used by over 6 million people to buy crypto and NFTs with no transaction or withdrawal fees. You can use your phone or computer and the FTX US trading platform offers NFT trading on both the Ethereum and Solana blockchains with no gas fees. To find out more about FTX, you can click on the link in the description below and also pin to the chat. So if you are new to FTX, go ahead and check out that uh, that app. Do your own research. Tell them Benzinga sent you, and uh, maybe you can uh, find some new Ethereum and Solana NFTs. Uh, without further ado... I think it's time to bring on my co-host, Ben Zinga's own, Brian Moore. Brian, what's going on, buddy? Not too much. A little, actually, a little too dark in here. Um, I'm kind of everywhere right now. I was uh, had a bunch of little malfunction there going on, but we're good to go now. I'm very excited for this interview. It's, I, I'm, I'm so excited. excited. I mean... Brian, we did we did an episode last week talking about uh, I think it was five right five projects to watch in April, and I mean I think anyone in the NFT space knows there's more than five projects that happen in a month, right? There are hundreds, but we narrowed it down to five, and one of those five that we mentioned was Kit Bash Boogers, who we are going to talk to today. So we will welcome back uh, Doug from Toy Boogers and. This one is so exciting because it actually combines four top projects. So you will have traits from Toy Boogers, Cool Cats, Dead Fellas, and Robotos. Uh, four different collections. Um, you know, a very interesting concept. And we're going to talk to Doug all about collaborations. You know, that's something that's been big in the NFT space. But I mean, Brian, uh, Cool Cats, Dead Fellas. 
uh, Toy Boogers, Robatos. Four great collections all being tied together. I mean, th- this is pretty epic, right? Yeah. I mean, this is going to be the one to watch for sure. Like, you, you, even if you don't get into it, just follow along, be in the community. Like, this is going to be a fun one. I mean, there's the best, the best is right here. I mean, you, you get what? CryptoPunks and uh, Board Ape Yacht Club. And that's, uh, that's about it. That's the top. You're right there. <laughs> that's it. All right. And I, I'm loving this comment in the chat, Brian, that says Brian looks like he just slammed a pot of coffee. So uh, <laughs> pretty much shout out to a uh, loyal fan, Turd Ferguson in the chat um, saying uh, that Brian, but Brian's ready to go. That's the important. Uh, thing, I, was, right? I got a little stressed yeah, out. Everything uh, kind of like crashed right whenever like uh, 159 hit, everything just crashed. Of course. Like, oh, All right. Well, without further ado, uh, I think it's time to get into our interview. So as I said, Kit Bash Boogers, combining elements from four different collections. It will be a collection of 1,111 NFTs. That's a very low number. Something else to keep in mind. Before we bring Doug on, I believe we have a trailer. So as we often say, uh, roll the trailer. All right. Uh, always excited when we get these trailers done. I mean, Brian, that one's got me pumped, right? Uh, super excited. And shout out to our video team for putting together that trailer and showing off that great artwork. So excited to get today's interview kicked off. Um, and I see Ashira in the chat, of course, one of our favorites here um, at Benzinga. Uh, but I think it's time to go ahead and, and bring on Doug. So welcome back to the roadmap from Toy Boogers. Doug, how are you doing today? Hey, hey, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on again. I'm excited. Of course, you know, we're always excited to have people come back, um, especially the ones, you know, that that we enjoyed talking to the first time. But of course, you know, you have some some new updates, some new news to share, which is always a great reason to check back in with a project. So before we get into Kitbash Boogers, we may have some new viewers, some new listeners out there who aren't familiar with your original collection here, Toy Boogers. So Doug, if you wouldn't mind, uh, just give us a little bit of background on Toy Boogers, the the first collection that got things kicked off here. Yeah, thanks for that. And a good place to start. So yeah, Toy Boogers is the my original Genesis uh, collection, 3,333 um, hand-drawn characters, hand-drawn, hand-mixed. So I, I drew the traits, you know, individually, head, you know, eyes, glasses, uh, bodies, wings, toys. Um, so unlike most kind of PFPs, there's this whole little character and um, hand-mixed them. And, and what that means is this was, you know, not generative art. I, I, I basically had one big screen of like all of the different bodies and heads it laid out and literally mixed and matched them like Legos uh, <laughs> over the course of six months it took me to make um to make the 3333 toy boogers and um yeah so so really neat fun um project it's goofy it's wacky it's cute some are, some are really cute some are really wacky most are pretty wacky actually uh, but then some have like a little bit of a gnarly feel where there's like some monsters and stuff uh, but yeah just a real fun um you know 
collection, nostalgic uh, stuff. Um, a lot of, you know, skateboards and toys and there's a floppy disk and, a and tacos and tacos yeah. yeah all the good stuff that we love um and the little little you know shout outs to um to the nft scene you know like there's one holding a gas which kind of represents like ethereum gas transactions but it, it looks funny because it's a gas can and um just uh you know lots of um you know animals and and monsters and traits that are you know little tributes to to other projects uh, being a collector myself um the whole time i was making this i was you know all those cool projects were coming out um, last year and um, every time something came out it's like oh now I got to put you know <laughs> like an alien head or I got to put this head or I got to put that or so lots of little tributes um, nothing in the form of like a an actual you know um, trait from another collection totally totally my style but, but you'll see a lot of little tributes so yeah that, that was my um, Genesis 3333 pieces took me um, a long time to make um, about six months and that whole time, you know, being a collector and being an active member in many communities, uh, many people knew me and were kind of waiting. And it was one of these, you know, really slow um, growth launch projects, which was also fun and unique and different because um, last year was a time where just, you know, stuff was just coming out of nowhere constantly. And um, this one was a, a slow, you know, build up. And then finally, when we released it, um, it, it, the sell, uh, it sold out in on the public sale day. Uh, went nuts everybody was tweeting it and um the following day if people remember we had our celebration with um keith grossman from time time magazine reached out right away and then that's when the discussion started happening with um, time as well which um as people know we we signed a deal to do an animated series with them also so to toy bookers um is turned it into an animated series and um and that was pretty much where the, the where we left off at when our last uh, interview together yeah, you know, uh, great points there, Doug. We love hearing that background story. Um, you know, I love the fact that you guys have the deal with time. Um, my, my kids have actually gotten more into NFTs recently. They love looking at artwork, seeing these different projects. And that, that's one of the things they ask me now is, is there an animated show coming? Because, of course, I've told them, you know, that Toy Boogers, Robotos, and some of these other collections are working on animated shows and they are super pumped for some of these shows to happen. I know we'll get into that a little bit later on. Um, let's start with Kish, Kitbash Boogers here. So um, how did this idea come to be, Doug? You know, is this something that you had in the works in the back of your mind all along or was it kind of due to the success of Toy Boogers and kind of a, a next stepping stone here? Yeah, actually a little bit of both. So. Um... I, I always liked the idea of collaboration and um, what I had seen, you know, as a collector right before we, I released my uh, collection is, you know, multiple projects doing things together. Uh, Ghost and, and Cool Cats was one of the first that was just like, oh, my God, that's so cool. It's, you know, Cool Cats and Ghost style. And then, um, you know, that just kept happening multiple times where these artists would get together and, and either do um, one of one or a limited edition blending styles or tribute kind of styles. And um, so I knew for sure, like the collaborations are, you know, it, just a, a kind of a cornerstone, to, a cornerstone to, uh, to NFT art and community and just collaborating um, with other, not only just the artists, but the projects and the communities. And so I knew I wanted to do that, but I didn't know like how it was going to take place. And um, um, Klon called me right after, I think it was probably within the first week, um, he, he minted and, and, and tweeted it out and, and he got some really cool ones. And so he was a fan from the start and, um, 
and um, and Pablo, all, all the Betty, they were all tweeting their, their stuff. So it was a really fun time during the during the drop and and to see what they got and, and to have other artists as as fans right away was just uh, gosh, it's so cool, a dream come true, really. Um, but then yeah, Klon called me and that was like you know. It's like that was like one of the biggest celebrations. Like, oh my god, I'm like we're talking to Klon. Like, this is so awesome. And so, we we were sitting there chatting for like an hour and just kind of just talking about stuff. He's giving me advice to tell me about things and just backstory and just chatting, just like having a good hangout session. And then um, I was like, hey, you know, let's let's do a collab. Like, of course, I wanted to take that opportunity. To like, let's let's line something up. Let's do something. And I was like, let's yeah, do something where maybe I do um, a toy boogers in cool cat style, or you do one in mine, and then let's you know do an addition. And he's like, you know what? We could do something better. So it was—it was actually it was totally Klon's idea. He's like, why don't you okay. take? Yeah, he was like, why don't you take our traits and redraw them in your style and mix and match them? Because um, I had been doing that like a little bit as little teasers. He's like, but let's do this formally. Let's get a few projects on board and um, have this big, you know, hand mixed, you know, collab collection. I was like, whoa, that's totally next level. Um, I was like, all right, let's do it. And that, so that was literally the kind of the, that brainstorm call was um, November last year. And we listed a handful of projects that we would like to work with. And, you know, right off the bat, it was like Dead Bellows and Robotos were the other two listed uh, right away. Um, and there was a few others, but logistically, even, you know, organizing four is, is such a, a big um endeavor and then on me the art um <laughs> that's the hard work um of, of what came next so yeah it was it was basically clan's idea uh we've been chatting back and forth um for a while and then um i think it was january or feb like the whole time we were we were all committed and, and ready to go but um it really got kicked off in I think it was January when I had just like about a hundred samples to show them. It's like, all right, here's all the samples. And then they, they gave it some feedback and we, we did some, um, a little bit of, of tweaking and editing. And then it was just like, all right, this is awesome. Let's go, let's do this. And then, so we announced it and here we are. Here we are. So you mentioned, you know, that clan called you. So cool cats first on board, you mentioned, you know, Betty and Pablo both were fans of toy boogers from the start. So is that something you and Klan, you know, both agreed on these other two teams or, you know, how did, how did it come to be the, the four and those four that were ultimately selected here? Yeah. So he, he mentioned a handful that was like, all right, let's, you know, just like this group, this person, this person, this person. And then um, both of us together kind of reached out to a handful and it was, um, I'd love to, I mean, there's so many uh, that we could could have and should have brought on, but just logistically, it was kind of who had the time, who had the capacity, who was kind of ready to talk, who wasn't doing a million things. And, and all of us actually were, which is kind of the funny thing, too, is like, you know, dead fellas had the dead friends, cool cats had cool pets. So, um, and uh, Roboto's is doing um, so much stuff. It's amazing. So everybody, like, and every other project and it's kind of hard to find someone who's ready to do anything because everybody's already over over book but it just kind of fell into place but there there was more um, groups that we had in mind and i wish um, there's so many friends and, and good um, artists and and uh, um, people that you know are fans and i'm a mutual fan and you know we're, we're colleagues in that regard um, that we could have but it just kind of fell into place and the the chat just started rolling and at a certain point now it makes sense like even four is is hard so um Technically, what I what I had to do on the kind of artistic and technical side is I had to go through each one of the, their collections, pick out the traits. So it's not all of the traits, but it, it is a lot. It's multiple, um, you know, face, faces, um, the hats, the heads, um, the um, 
I also like bodies. I made like new bodies inspired like fur coat from dead fellas and certain things um, from the other collections. So it redrew everything in my style. So it, you know, the same pen. So uh, these are all handmade, hand drawn, um, just like my original toy boogers. And I had to, you know, match them, size them, everything. So it took me a few months just to to go through and really um, get the assets ready again. And that, if you recall from my original interview with with Toy Boogers, that was the big. You know, why did it take so long? Well, well, six months. Half of that time was just building the assets, and then the other half was mixing and matching them. <laughs> and so, um, as much as I would love to have, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten uh, artists and projects involved, um, um, adding three to my current was was pretty pretty insane <laughs> so it's uh, it's been so fun though um um taking their traits are so fun to work with as you have that one pulled up right now like just you know putting like the dead fellas um putting like cool cats like the angry face um angry scar or something like on a dead fella's head it's just so awesome or, or putting the um putting the black glasses from dead fellas onto like a cool looking toy boogers or just um, you know the, the squad glasses onto betty's uh, dead fella it's just or onto the rainbow you know unicorn poop head it's just oh my gosh like they, they they go so well together so it's been a lot of fun for me but it's it's been hard it's like it really is a hard work these are you know it's um it's a collection it's a thousand one hundred and eleven pieces but um you know it, these are one of ones i hand mix hand make every single one of them and a lot of like thought goes into it you can't just like drag and drop um to have to drag and drop position resize you know bring it all in bring a toy that matches and kind of have a theme so uh, lots of fun lots of work but yeah super super excited about it awesome <clears throat> so i have a quick question for you yeah. What does it mean to like be blessed with being able to uh, pretty much be given the artwork that you were given from all these different creators and projects? Oh man, I'm so honored and thankful and appreciative and just like thrilled. And that that's part of it, just to be able to play with these assets is, is so fun. Um, yeah, it's 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 you know the NFT scene is many artists mention this and collectors too when you you know you mint something and it's just like oh my god like it's it's really mind-boggling and almost it's unreal there's so much unreal like unrealness to, to the NFT scene um and it's kind of like it feels like like a dream but it also feels like it was like again meant to be like just like these traits and assets look so good together and so having their trust and their confidence and and their support uh means the world to me and um and then also their guidance and feedback because it wasn't just like me putting it all together like we did go back and forth a lot it was like all right change this a little bit do this and um multiple members had multiple different feedbacks uh, psych came up with the name um i think i had something like um i had a few different names kind of going in uh, but then he was like you know what you're doing he's like you're you're kit bashing and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Like from toys in the RC. It's like, yeah, like in the RC world and like the toy industry, like if you oh. take like Legos from different boxes and mix them together or RC cars or robotics, uh, they call that a kit bash. So it's, you, you take one, you know, store-bought kit and then you mix it with the other. So, you know, taking G.I. Joe oh, and Star Wars. <laughs> take, your, take your arms off your Star Wars and put them on your G.I. Joe. So they, that's called a kit bash. And so he's like, yeah, it's basically kit bash boogers. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's that's so true. Boom, so, that's the name. Boom, right there. Yep, that was the name, yeah. So it's like got the, got the name and just nailed it. Um, <laughs> so one thing that we like to ask on the roadmap is uh, 
what are your favorite traits? We like to ask the creators or anyone with the project, what are your favorite traits? And we have these 12 and we've already picked it. We even had Alyssa, um, our producer, come on and, and pick it live with us. Uh, but we wanted to have you on here and see, like, what is your favorite? I think we'll do what? Top three? Okay, top three. Yeah, Doug, out of, out of these 12, what are, what are your favorite three? If you, yeah, out of these 12, I'm sorry. So I have I have big alpha to tell at the end. So this isn't the big alpha, <laughs> but here's a, here's a little alpha. Um, the so the stash hamster so little stash hamster his name is stash that little hamster in the robot um he takes over some of them and so there'll be a legendary trait called um controlled by stash and so it's like he's taken over and so that's probably one of my favorites actually um where the little hamster and, and he does that in different ways so we've only seen a few samples of how he does mm -hmm. that but the little toaster uh, hamster right there <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's a few different ways in which he'll take over the the, the character and so i think Stash. that's probably my favorite and it, it's just fun um the other two you know the squad glasses um from um from clan um from the cool cats is, is is just so fun um you put that on anything and it just looks cool um if I could lump the black glasses from Dead Fellows in as well, like both of those, just the glasses just look so cool on pretty much anything. Um, it's hard to kind of tack it down, but I, I think putting yeah, it's true, kind of like an angry face on a cute character or a cute <laughs> face on like on the, on the zombie is is just a lot of fun because sometimes they like you wouldn't think it works, but it just it totally works, and it's like. Mm -hmm. You know, just like if you look like there's the squad glasses on Betty's dead fella head, it looks so good. Um, or when you do double angry, so you take like an angry cool cat um, and then you put it on like a zombie, it's just like it multiplies it. And so um, toy boogers. Like epic kit bash. Yeah, the kit bash just multiplies the effect. Um, so, you know, I try to play with these themes of like cute, wacky, and kind of and gnarly. Um, and I like so, that yeah, that guy's really cool. Um, being able to put these traits together, I really feel like I get like a multiplication effect. Like, yeah, um, it just makes it so either so wacky or so cute or really gnarly. Like, there's some pretty gnarly zombie stuff in here going on. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember the hamster being a, a favorite of ours, and also, you know, Doug. As I mentioned, I show my kids these NFT collections, and they of course all picked the hamster as their favorite so uh i think that's got to be my hands down favorite here the, the it's not one i don't like either <laughs> right I, it's hard I, to pick it's that's like a they're good all thing, right? and, i mean that's a good segue into the next question too since they're all one of one and each one's going to be unique each one has like almost the best the best trait like uh, qualities from all these other projects what makes one rarer than the other or are we going to do kind of a like a uh, subjective you know this is yours uh what did our last um guess he said i this is my penguin I, or i am my penguin and penguin is me kind of thing yeah my kit bash is me well, yeah that's what a, makes them rare good question so there there is the typical rarity scheme um we have everything from you know some heads being used up to you know 20 times or so all the way down to a lot of one of one uh, so the head is kind of the way i organize my, my thought process and um, also like um, just like technically and uh, going through it, system, uh, systemizing it, going through, start with the head. And so the heads are, are really well numbered. Uh, the bodies also, um, and then some of the toys too. There's So there's one of one toy. So if you do want like the rarest of the rare, like there is that whole scheme for sure. Um, but with the original toy boogers, um, people picked what they liked. And, and even though it might not be the rarest, it was like, hey, that's the only, you know, 
you know, alien with a ninja sword. Is, I yeah. like aliens and I like ninja swords. So for me, that's, you know, that's the one. And so um, people will totally be able to do that. Like even in this little collage right here of these 12, it's like you got a basketball one, um, you have a ninja one, you know, you have a frog one, you have dreads with coffee, there's the rose one. So like you can pick these little themes um, and sometimes like, I think it's a, it's the diversity just allows you to grab something that really speaks to you. So we will definitely have the rarity system, but also like definitely you'll be able to grab something that's like, oh, that's me. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, some of the teams that are in this project, and I mean, you guys already know them, so we're not going to go through them again, but they all did different contests. Did you have a favorite kind of contest that one of them did? Because I, I heard that they're all, they're, each one was kind of unique and fun and wanted to see what like maybe you had a favorite one out of them yeah thank you for asking that so the the project is entirely allow listed um and being so small 1111 pieces um it's um there's, a, there's about 250 270 um, per project um and so how we distributed those was just left up to each project and so with uh toy boogers we did or we're still doing raffles so if you're a toy booger holder we, we raffle off like 33 spots every thursday um you didn't have to enter once in our discord so if you're a holder um there's spots constantly being raffled we did an art contest um and we currently have a um like a little like take your um a sample kit bash and bring it in like to print out a picture of it and take it into the wild. Uh, so you can kind of like, you know, we call it a kit bash in the wild. Cool Cats, they did a raffle and an art contest. Their art contest was awesome. They had so many cool stuff in there. And, and it, actually in your demo uh, reel, that that cool trailer, the one bouncing, um, that was from from one of those um, art contests. Dead Fellas and Robotos are about to do their, oh yeah, there's that. <laughs> Love it. So Dead Fellas and Robotos <laughs> um, will have their their um, allow list activities coming up soon, probably this week or next. And um, I don't know what they're they're doing yet. We're actually just talking about it. Every group was free to kind of do whatever they want, but I would imagine that they'll have a mix of like raffle and maybe a game or an art contest. Um, but yeah, the, the, the art contests are fun. Um, there's just so much stuff that you can do and things you wouldn't think of. Like that's just, it's so cool. Like the animations people put together. <laughs> Love it. Well, Doug, I mean, we, we talk with this project a lot about collaboration, right? And there, there's another cool uh, contest entry. We saw some, some sand oh, art, I believe. Yeah. There. Uh, <laughs> look at the time that went into that and the dedication. Uh, I, I love this. I, I love the unique contest being held, uh, you know, for some of these, uh, projects, but Doug, you've done so many collaborations. So, you know, now we've got kit bash boogers, but even beyond that, you know, we've seen some of the toy booger traits used in other collections, you know, paying tribute, you paid tribute to other collections within your project. Um, you know, why is this so important as the NFT space to grow, you know, that artists like yourself, like Klan, like Pablo, like Betty, you just kind of come together and work as teams on different things and, you know, share each other's traits rather than being, you know, rivals and against each other for, you know, the highest floor price ultimately. Yeah. It's, it's such a cool, um, unique thing about our space. And, and people talk about that a lot, the collaborative cooperative element and the uplifting. And, um, I mean, I, I really feel, totally uplifted by the other artists and you know so many um during our public min minted and then tweeted it and then got people interested and, and it just you know just so from the start like there was this you know massive support um 
but yeah, the collaborative element, it's such a neat spirit that just exists in our community. And we're constantly getting requests to do something together. And I wish I could do every one. Um, I can't always do all of them, but I try to get involved in as you know as many as, as possible. Um, so I, I'm honored uh, to be able to do it. And um, it, it, it's just fun. And there, there is that multiplication effect where it's like we got you know, I, I, I say this all the time, but like in our genre of this kind of this fun cartoon area of NFTs, you know, we're like the Saturday morning cartoon kids. And um, it's like, yeah, we all want to watch the same shows. We want to hang out and do the same stuff. And it's like, let's, let's, you know, let's mix and match. Let's do something together. And so, um, and, and I do stuff outside of the, the, the normal box too. But um, yeah, the spirit is just so cool. Um, Average Creatures was another one recently. Um, did you see that one? Average Creatures was really yep. cool. The characters, um, she took some of the boogers' heads and actually like made them into clay. And then her her um, collection, it's super cool. It's like this like, you know, clay head mixed with like a background, like uh, it's like basically a mixed media generative project. But some of those characters are toy boogers' heads you'll recognize. And so just stuff like that. It's so fun. I think that's part of it too. It's, it's so fun. It's so friendly. It, it benefits all of us. We have the same community members are in all of our discords. And so I think there's some level of like it's expected. Um, we love to do it and, and it does uplift it rather than like compete. I think if we, if we went that model of just competing, we'd be shooting ourselves in the foot. Like we're, we're making so much better, um, just, uh, everything by, by collaborating. So I'm, I'm always excited to do it. Yeah. And Doug, a uh, fun segue here. I actually, um, bought a couple lab stars yesterday, a oh, project yeah. that recently minted. And then after <laughs> I bought them, I saw on your Twitter, that you made a one of one piece for the project right here it is so now i have my eyes on this one and i'm hoping that's what i got um talk to me a little bit about the the lobsters project why uh, did you help out on this one of one with them yeah so um yeah and so i have to th they did the hard work i i did the idea so i was like let's let's play with the unicorn poop for sure because the unicorn poop is like kind of this uh classic one and um se several other projects um, have done this uh, wonder pals mina used uh, the, the unicorn uh, poop from our collection as well um so it's kind of become like this almost like icon of, of toy buggers um and then so when um when lobsters reached out um you know fantastic artist philip colbert and um a good cool idea concept um giving back as well as just like the metaverse like it's insane the metaverse that they're building for this project and then you know super well-known um irl artist with a long track record of doing all sorts of art and being super successful um, artist uh, i you know i was totally honored to be able to contribute and, and collaborate um and so when they reached out it was like oh yeah for sure and if you if you scroll through there's a whole bunch of um collab pieces that they they've done but they're like all right what what, what are we going to do once we decided like yeah let's do something together and i just immediately was like unicorn poop <laughs> yeah, we can make that work so we, we went back and forth a few times but they, they just nailed it they just like here it is and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that that's the one I'm hoping I get. Um, so if I do end up getting that, I'll let you know, Doug. But uh, again, shout out to whoever gets this awesome one of one lab star with the unicorn poop. Uh, Doug, you mentioned a little bit ago the the time deal, right? You have a deal with Time Studios um, to bring in an animated, animated show. Any update on where we stand with that show? And then also, is there any way that Kitbash Boogers will find themselves worked into this uh, media deal in the future? Yeah, cool questions. Um, so shows and NFTs are like totally on two different worlds. And 
uh, tracks of um, just how they work in, in time. Um, so we're, we're on a fast track compared to like most traditional, I think, like animations and shows, but still it, it just for everybody knows, like we're, we're actively working on it. We're building out, you know, the world, the, um, the episodes, the story, the characters, like it's all, um, it's all being developed and worked on, like how it's all fitting together, but it's um, not too much news to report until we have something to actually show other than it's like, yeah, we're constantly working on it. So it is, it is being um, worked on, but we, until it's ready to like show you something, it's like, yeah, we're keeping it pretty much under wraps. Um, how it will impact with um, Kit, Bap Kit Bash Boogers, I'm not sure if there's, if there's a potential there that there would be, that would probably have to be just like logistically and, you know, technically some new IP talks and considerations with all the projects and, and how that would work. Cause it is, a, you know, now you're talking multi-multi-collab, uh, bringing in more partners into something that's already established. But, uh, you know, um, Roboto's and Time, uh, Roboto's and uh, Cool Cats have both done things with Time. Um, everybody loves Time, uh, Keith Grossman um, and, um, and all, the whole team. I, you know, he's one of my points of contact, but like Maria, everybody there is just so cool. So possibly, I don't, don't want to say no, I don't want to say yes. Never say never, we'll, we'll <laughs> take that. So I had to ask, Doug, I, I had a feeling again, since there are four projects involved, there is some logistics there, but the fact that, as you mentioned, some of them have already worked with time, I thought, hey, I'm gonna ask because maybe <laughs> something could happen. And Doug, every time we talk, I'll probably still ask you about an update on time, and I know you can't oh, yeah, get into it uh, until there's <laughs> more news to share, but uh, one of these days we will get that out of you. But speaking of getting stuff out of you, uh, I'm going to turn over to Brian because I think uh, we're going to drop some alpha here live on Benzinga today. Alpha time. Spill the tea, man. Just just get to it. Okay, Don't cool. need to so. preface it. <laughs> well, actually, I was, that's funny. I was just about to like preface it. No, but, go ahead, do it. You let can me, preface it. Let me preface it a bit. So, okay, so so Kit Bash Boogers is um, it really is this epic kind of almost like bonus surprise that really took me almost by surprise. Like the idea is so epic and so new and so different, mm -hmm. um, but it is so limited. And so it, it's not the standard thing where, you know, most projects, they have this map, the roadmap where there's the initial drop and then there's like a, either pets or an expansion and it's like everybody benefits um, directly. Um, so Kitbash Boogers is, is not that, it's something totally different. It's unique. It's more like an addition to the original Genesis. Um, you know, Toy Boogers, the original is 3,333 pieces. So very limited, um, supply, a uh, very limited number, um, only you know, a certain amount of people can be part of the community, about half of what, you know, the normal number of other communities. So adding Kitbash Boogers, it's almost like a, um, a a little bit of a build on to the original Genesis hmm. and not this like expansion or pet kind of thing where it's like, yeah, everybody's going to get this new thing to add to their current collection. And so uh, for people who have won Kitbash Booger spots, like congrats, it's awesome. Like this is something, you know, um, it, it's unique and I think people are going to love it and it adds to the whole Toy Boogers universe. Um, we're treating Kitbash Boogers as as a um, full membership token for toy boogers so it will be just like a, like a toy boogers there'll probably be some um you know um, um 
slight preferences to the original toy burgers in terms of certain things but in terms of like the tier they're both like full membership uh, tiers um and so i just want to preface the big alpha that you know kit mash burgers is its own unique thing it benefits the whole community because of all the cross-pollination and interest and um, you know, subtle kind of addition to our um, community members uh, but it's not the the piece that would fall in line with your typical roadmap of like a, a pet drop or like an expansion. And so that is the alpha is that we are going to do that. So Boogers does have a generative um, expansion project in the works. And that will be something that all holders uh, benefit from. And so that's the alpha. Um, each holder, there will be a free one of these, and we're not going to tell what it is or, or when it is, um, but um, each uh, there'll be a, a, um, a free um, NFT for, for each um, toy boogers uh, that you hold or kit bash boogers. And then there'll be a little bit more um, for, for public as well. And so that will be our, our first, like technically kind of like the pet slash expansion type of an idea that fits into the, to the regular um, roadmap that people expect. And, and that was something that I wanted to do from the start was, you know, um, uh, expand um, both the, the project as well as the community and then give back to the community. And so Kit Bash Boogers, it does give back in multiple different ways, but but it's not that that thing. But but the other thing, the generative project where everybody benefits, that's coming. And so hold your boogers, hold your Kit Bash hold Boogers. Hold your boogers, yes. your boogers Hold them. Uh, there's going to be some awesome benefits. Um, with that and, and just a whole new um a whole new thing coming soon got it so i i think i heard you say you can't tell us when the mint is yeah so for kit bash i can um the, the the generative project that's upcoming is most likely end of summer um yeah that's our target is end of summer um but kit bash boogers um rewinding back to kit bash boogers is the mint is um currently set for the 30th of this month which is a saturday and again it's all allow listed so nobody please nobody fall for any you know stealth mints we, we will never do a stealth mint and even for our generative project that i mentioned again it's it's going to be well advertised well mentioned well controlled we will never ever ever do a, any sort of stealth mint or anything like that we're talking about the one on the 30th right now yeah well both of just in general oh, like okay. yeah we, we will never do any sort of stealth minting or or rushed anything that's that just you know that just opens up scammers to try to get people oh, to yeah. rush into something so yeah kit bash burgers on the 30th um that's all allow listed. And then the um, the alpha, the Toy Burgers Genitive Project um, will be um, most likely end of uh, summer. And again, that will be half, you know, allow list because, uh, and claim. So um, anybody who holds, they'll be able to claim one free one per Toy Burger that they have or Kit Bash Burger. And then um, there'll be some extras for uh, public mint as well for that. I got you. So um, we do a little bit of education um, on our channel to have like an educational content and stuff. Just for people who don't know, what is an allow list? Can you like say that? We might even clip it out and see. Yeah, good. good explain that. It's nice to highlight these. So anybody who's new, um, who's getting in NFTs, you know, some projects when they mint, when they release, um, the minting is open and anybody can just go to the website and press the little, you know, connect with your MetaMask and press mint and then you get your NFT um, for projects that are more established and there's a pretty good demand or even for new projects that just have a, you know, they, there's a lot of hype and the demand um, in order to facilitate the minting so it just doesn't turn into a crazy, you know, uh, riot, gas <laughs> a gas war, right? Yeah, uh, we we uh, allow list people. So if you, you can win a spot to get a, a guaranteed or 
Um, sometimes they're not guaranteed, but it's like a you know a smaller pool. Uh, but essentially, it, it's a way to streamline the process and, and put people in. It's, you have a ticket. <laughs> you have like a, a ticket to the show, essentially. And so with Kitbash Bookers, it was totally essential to do that because oh, yeah. super limited supply and you know four projects with you know thousands of members and holders wanting in. Um, oh yeah. No way to no way to do Kitbash other than uh, like that. And um, and then also some people have asked you just as a side note. Um, Kitbash, because they're one of one handmade, you know, even a thousand is a lot. So even though it's it's it is a small collection comparatively, it, as a one of one collection, handmade collection, it's actually pretty big, mm -hmm. but limited. So, yeah, it's kind That's... of a long explanation. I hope that <laughs> that was a great explanation, a yeah, great question yeah. there, Brian, to to break oh. down that education. Mm -hmm. Because that's very important, and uh, I think a lot of people need to know about this. And hopefully, more more projects do stuff like that because, like you said, it, it limits gas wars and makes sure there's not a bunch of bots and scam. But just a great thing. It um, is. It is good too. And on that note, to everybody, yeah, just be careful if you ever see like a fast stealth mint, like some announcement where it's like all of a sudden we're minting now out of nowhere. That that's how scammers scam people is mm. these mints that come out of nowhere. Um, sometimes it, it's thousand followers. A, yeah, it, there, there could be just a project that you know is just minting, and they're just announcing it, and you just happen to find it right as they're minting. But if it's a super hot project, and all of a sudden there's an announcement or a tweet or something coming out of some anywhere, that's just like, yeah, you know, Bored Apes is minting again. It's like, no, <laughs> no, they're not. Like, don't yeah. fall for any like stealth type, you know, random mints that just come out of nowhere. Um, and so mm. I think it's a safety thing too. These allow lists definitely um, channel the safety. <laughs> It looks like the chat is excited about all this alpha we got. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you don't you don't get this kind of educational content either. Well, uh, how much is a uh, uh, the mint of one of these going to be? How much will it cost, rather? Mint price. Yeah, so mint price. Um, we haven't exactly set that, so I'm going to hold off on mentioning anything yet. It will be uh, it will be low. Um, you know, the all of these projects it's have five ETH. <laughs> it, 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 it will definitely be um, an acceptable price. It's going to be low. Um, it's it's going to be kind of like um, mid. I, I want to say it's, it's going to be about half of the current floor or less um, than that. Probably a little bit less than half of our our floor, which is one of the lower floors of the groups. Uh, but being a you know a, a full collaborative project of you know um, these projects that you know have floors in you know multiple ETH zones. The, that we could start something really high, but we don't want to do that. We want to start pretty low and just make it um, almost the, the price of a regular mint, probably about double the price of a regular mint, and um, and go from there. So it'll be accessible. We'll put that final one because you know the the currency changes so much. So if there's a big spike or a big drop, we'll we'll modify as needed. So um, most okay. people are holding off. Gotcha. I mean, it'll be yeah. pretty reasonable. But like I'd say, yeah, most I mean, you don't yeah. have to confirm or deny. But most projects, you know, on this and you you go anywhere where from like 0.8 to maybe. 0.3 i mean 0.08 to like 0.3 0.06 to 0.3 that kind of little range that yep. you know yeah that's definitely the range that we'll be in um you know it's super hot projects that have a big expansion you know they can start off with a you know with a full eth like uh um you know uh, well even cool pets was 0.5 which is actually very yep. very good of them um the and then like the um the world of women was they had the dutch auction but it ended up kind of like pushing it around that one eighth mark so yeah, I mean, we don't like the dutch auctions here yeah <laughs> i was thinking that's the name of it. i was thinking i was like as long as you don't do that but i didn't i forgot the name yeah, so yeah, I didn't mention it. to, to yep. each their own but yeah i i just i haven't loved dutch auctions as much but that's 
you have That's to really watch combo. it, and it's you have to like sit there and like yeah. find that sweet spot. And as soon as it starts moving, it sometimes even the Dutch auction will turn into a gas war because as soon as everybody sees it moving, it's like oh now it's moving, like jump in or else you're you're gonna miss it. So. Mm-hmm. And it looks like Alyssa's got the Discord pulled up. Uh, I'm curious. It looks like the reactions in there have been well to to this announcement too. So, so Doug, just to to break down all the details, we've got Kitbash Boogers minting on April 30th with a to be announced mint price. Um, and then everyone who owns a Toy Booger or Kitbash Booger is then getting a free claim around summertime of a new collection. Is that is that correct here? Yeah, so that is the big alpha. Toy Boogers is doing a generative project to both um, give back to our holders as well as expand our user base a little bit. So that standard kind of you know jump up. Um, and that's that's going to be really hot. I'm super, super excited about that. Uh, summertime is uh, end of summer is probably when that will will go down. Awesome. Well, Doug, anything else to to add here before we let you go today? You know, just a big thank you. It's been so cool to um, be able to come on again, um, um, and I and I hope uh, now we have one more thing to to meet up again with. <laughs> for sure, we will we will have you back on after uh, yeah, Kit Bash for once sure. Once we get the generative, once we um, yep. you know, divulge what it is um, and, and the details and all the fun stuff with that, we can chat again. But yeah, just a big thank you to you for having me again. Uh, it's always a pleasure. Uh, thanks to um, you know my team who's also been joining they're they're here as well as just the community in general and everybody just uh, thanks for spending some time with us and um i'm hearing what we have to say awesome and hey thank you to you too doug i know you're a busy guy you got lots going on including making you know artwork for these kit bash boogers so we appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule joining us also for dropping that alpha you know on benzinga you could have done that in your discord you could have done that on twitter but we love getting some of these exclusives on our NFT show. So we appreciate that as well. And Doug, we look forward to having you back on after Kitbash so we can look at some of these traits and uh, play that fun game of uh, pick out your favorite trait and your favorite <clears throat> NFT that we like to do. So looking forward oh, yeah. to talking to you soon. Awesome. I look forward to it as well. Anytime. Thank you so much. Yeah, awesome. Well, Doug, have a great rest of the day. Uh, well, what do you guys think? How is everyone in the chat feeling? I mean, we just got some exclusive alpha here on the roadmap. Uh, Toy Boogers is a project, you know, that we've loved from the start. We had Doug on before. And I mean, Brian, as soon as I saw this announcement about Kitbash Boogers, I wrote an article on it. We reached out to get them back on. And I mean, four great collections. You're, you're taking these amazing traits from four projects and combining them. Like, that is so cool. And that's what, like, NFTs should be all about here, right, is collaborating and working together. And this collection is just, I mean, it's straight fire. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm speechless. Like, I'm so excited for it because it's some of the biggest names in uh, the NFT space and some of the most creative projects and some of the most uh, just like intuitive projects and they're all collabing together and creating something really awesome. And I was, uh, I didn't know about the kit bash part and that's really cool. I did. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I, I, yeah. I was trying to rack my brain to figure out what it was, but I just thought it might just be 
just a weird, unique thing. But that makes total sense. I used to do that to, all the time as a kid. All the toys. I mean, my yeah. kids do that today. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I loved hearing about the hamster too, Stash. I mean, I, I'm excited. And, you know, out of all the kit bashes, I still think the hamster trade is my favorite. Um, And, and we'll find mm-hmm. out, um, you know, and, and take a look at those after the artwork is revealed. So we're looking forward to having Doug back on um, after kit bash mints here. Um, Brian, well, I hate to do this because that was such a fun segment, but we're going to, uh, you know, turn to our news and headlines here. So it's uh, Tuesday. One of the things we like to do is look at the top 10 NFTs by sales volume of the previous week. So I write an article on Benzinga every week about the top 10 NFTs by sales volume using data from uh, CryptoSlam. So last week, Brian, number one was CloneX, $50.9 million in sales, up 165%, followed by Mutant Ape Yacht Club, Board Ape Yacht Club, Azuki, Arcade Land, Akuma, Beans, uh, Shin Sakai, Imposters, and more. So CloneX, Brian, has, has been in the top 10 for quite a while, but it has been some time since it topped the list, 165% jump. Um, what do you think of Clone X here getting a, a lot of love this past week? Yeah, they're definitely bumping up, huh? They're, I, I think they're, uh, I, I don't know if they had any like specific news, but I know that a lot of these collab projects with different um, bigger name companies are kind of rolling out now because people are kind of getting into it and, and jumping in, it seems that the NFT volume didn't really fall as much as the stock volume in yeah. crypto markets. So uh, that could be, I, do you know if they had major I think, news? So they've done a bunch of airdrops and I feel like they had another announcement again, Clonax, not a project I'm in. So I don't follow this one as closely, but the fact that it was up that much, I think definitely um, had some news. Um, yeah. Some of the surprises for me, I mean, Azuki, dropped to fourth place they were number one for the past two weeks brian but we did see a couple other of these like anime projects uh akuma was one of them that was on the top 10 here um what do you think the the fact that all these uh anime based projects are kind of popping up is that going to take a little bit of uh azuki's uh momentum here or, or is there room for a bunch of these and azuki's just going to be you know number one for for a while um, I think with anything in the NFT space and crypto space in particular, there's a bunch of room for lots of things. Uh, the top 10, you know, you only have 10 spots. So I, I don't know. I mean, I guess it just, you have to look at their communities and see what's going on and why. I, I don't know if it's specific to this, these anime style or if it's just that kind of like, maybe they're all doing something like really, really cool. I don't know. I think Azuki's going to stay up there, though. They're, they're just the solid. They have a great community, and I like their art a lot, but it's not really my style, but that's pretty much my favorite one out of most ones I've seen. So I, I don't really know why like we're yeah. seeing all of these pop up. Yeah, and uh, Brian, outside of the top 10 list, the other big jumps that I saw was um, Doodles, 12th place, up 51%. Adidas Originals was 16th place, up 382%. And then one that we talked about last week, Pudgy Penguins, who recently mm. announced new owners, 
came in 20, 23rd place up 107%. I actually was a little surprised that uh, yeah. Pudgy Penguins didn't jump more positions, but that's still a triple digit sales volume increase week over week. So uh, I think that uh, the community is reacting uh, positively to the, the new ownership there. Mm, I'd have to agree. All right. Well, let's turn to our next topic. This, this is a fun one, Brian. Uh, I, I'm a fan of sports, right? I love sports, um, all the major sports, some of the, the other sports. But uh, one of the cool things I like to see is NFTs and sports combined, right? And we have some different projects that have, you know, done traits or, you know, tied sports in. But another way that they uh, uh, kind of collab here is when athletes who own NFTs put their NFT image on their shoes, mm -hmm. right? So last week we saw NBA player LaMelo Ball um, put his gutter cat gang on his NBA shoes. So there they are, Brian. Look at those gutter cat gang on the NBA court. What do you, what do you think of these those sneakers are there? Gutter mellow. I mean, what can you say besides those are the dopest <laughs> things I've ever seen? All right. Well, I'm glad that you said that those are the dopest thing you've ever seen because we're going to play a fun contest here and we're going to let the chat vote too. Um, there, is, there is LaMelo's shoes. We also had last year, there is Tyrese Halliburton, an NBA player with a bored ape on his NBA shoes. So that's number two. And then we also have number three here, a NFL safety put a board eight on his shoes. So you're saying number three, Brian, the NFL? Yeah. NFL? It, it just, it's, it's classic. It's subtle. It's, yeah, I like those. Number okay, two. So I mean, Brian votes number three. I I think I like number two here, the Tyrese Halliburton, the, the pink fur. Okay, I'm the changing pink my shoe, two, I feel two. like really goes well together here. You're changing to two? Yeah, I'm going to. Yep. All right. Guys in the chat, let us know. One, two, or three. Is it Gutter Cat Gang, Board Ape NBA number two, or NFL number three? Um, Alyssa, you don't have to hop on if you don't want. You can just type it otherwise. What, what's your vote here? One, two, or three? One. One? Going with the Gutter Cat. One. Okay. It looks good. It looks slick. Like, look at look I do at love this. the colors there. I think they it's did so a great good. job. Yes, and it says one of one. Ooh. One of one. All right, Ooh. I see a couple two votes in the chat. I see a one vote. Uh, looks like no love for number three yet, but we'll let those votes come in. But th this is just cool to see, Brian. I, I like that these, you know, athletes and celebrities are kind of tying in their, their NFT. Uh, we saw, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. before the Super Bowl, you know, had his crypto punk on his warm-up shirt, like, I love seeing these NFTs there. We got a couple more number ones. I think this is pretty split between between one and two. We got Ashira saying gutter cat gang. Uh, th this is fun. Uh, we're we're going to have to do this again. And I'm looking forward to seeing more athletes. Remember, I did say that there's that big uh, announcement out there that Tom Brady may have bought a board ape. And I would love to see Tom Brady wear uh, a board ape on his shoes. I think that would be a huge be deal. Awesome. Uh, for NFTs. So uh, Tom Brady, if you're listening, I know he watches this show regularly, right, Brian? So Tom Brady, make sure to make sure to put that board ape uh, on your sneakers. All right. Well, let's turn to next. We got a couple minutes left here, Brian. I don't know if we're going to get through all of these. Um, we Another April project we talked about as one of our top ones was Moonbirds. 
Um, so oh, Moonbirds, yeah. 2.5 ETH is their mint price. And even at 2.5 ETH, they were worried about seeing a, a huge gas war and bots and all kinds of stuff, right? Because this is from the team that did Proof, which has a huge floor price. So they actually backtracked. And what they decided to do was a uh, pre-mint um, raffle. So you could go to this website and you could verify your account. So you had to... Um, Follow them on Twitter, verify your Discord, and then you also had to have 2.5 ETH in your wallet. If you yeah, met all those qualifications, which that is a <coughs> lot, so you had to you know, verify that, hey, I have enough to mint this. You could go and enter this raffle, and it is now closed. The winners will be announced on the 15th. But, but Brian, this goes back to the, the conversation we just had with Doug. Like, I am a huge fan of these projects that make it harder for bots to happen, make it mm -hmm. harder for gas wars to happen, right? Make it to where your community members, the people that have followed you, they have, you know, better access to the project. So I, I actually like that Moonbirds did this. Obviously, the 2.5 ETH price is going to keep some people from getting it. But I think the fact that they're doing a raffle is the right move here. Brian, your thoughts on this? Uh, yeah, uh, <clears throat> I think you pretty much summed it up. I I, I think any way you can do it to uh, kind of uh, protect your uh, you, your future holders or users or whatever have what have you, I think that's the way to do it. Um, the having the two point five ETH in your wallet in order to actually get like through, that's interesting. That's something yeah. new. I, I don't <clears throat> I don't know if there's gonna be a whole lot of that happening because that's quite a hefty amount <clears throat> sorry a hefty amount to have in your wallet uh just to be chilling you know what i mean i mean there's people who have it but that that might price a lot of people out but yeah. that's really interesting that's really cool and that you know it makes it a little bit more exclusive rarer and you know a higher end higher tier yeah and i go back to like when mechaverse happened brian and they did a raffle um, that was 0.5 to mint. And I think it said that you needed to have 0.5 ETH in your wallet, but I don't think they verified it. Um, so it is interesting that this one, I mean, I, it actually said like, you have to have 2.5 ETH and, uh, it, it told some people, Hey, you don't have enough. You can't enter this raffle. So that is an interesting way. All right. But, well, before we go one last topic here, and we're probably going to have to chat about it more on Thursday, Brian, uh, Coinbase. We, we talk a lot about when Coinbase, right? And that refers to the very anticipated Coinbase NFT marketplace. Well, Coinbase yesterday put out this tweet and they shared this picture um, originally and they tagged Coinbase, Coinbase NFT, Coinbase Wallet, Board Ape Yacht Club, and ApeCoin. So I saw that and I wrote an article and my initial reaction was, uh, Brian, yes. Coinbase <laughs> NFT marketplace is finally happening. They're partnering with Board Ape Yacht Club. Uh, ApeCoin's going to be involved. So maybe the land sale is happening with Coinbase being partnered, right? Uh, wrong. Ooh. The Coinbase announcement was that they are making a trilogy of short films. Oh, and the first cool, movie they're making <clears throat> is with Board Ape. So Board Ape put out a tweet. Um, that said, we're stoked that Coinbase is making a film series featuring the Board Ape Yacht Club community. Board Ape NFT holders, submit your ape for casting. Details below. 
mutants don't worry this is the first film in a trilogy and you'll be getting your own <laughs> casting call for part two i don't own a board ape so i of course couldn't go submit my ape but the thing i've heard brian is that coinbase is paying a ten thousand dollar licensing fee to anyone who owns a board ape to be able to use their ape in this movie i don't Maybe. think it's completely exclusive but it might prevent you from using your ape in other like movies or shows in the future. Ooh. So with that being said, Brian, if you own an ape, 10,000 from Coinbase or use your ape somewhere else, what, what would you choose here? I mean, uh, I personally don't, I, I don't know how many options I have to like license my ape, but I don't own an ape. So I don't know. I mean, $10,000, it, it depends. Like, I don't know, man. That doesn't seem like a whole lot compared to yeah. what has potential to be made. But like, how many apes are going to be in it? You know, like, are they planning on paying ten thousand dollars to all every holder? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how, I don't know. It depends. And if if it's only like six of them, and they're only getting ten thousand dollars, you're only using six apes. I'd be like, no way. That's you know, I I don't need ten thousand dollars. I have a board ape. Yeah, and I, I think that's me too, is like, what if you're the only one who signs up for this? Like, what happens then? Do they just make a movie with one ape? Yeah, or, it's, it's you know, like oh, there we go. We got someone buying a booger in the chat, of course, from that go. alpha that was dropped on the show. Oh shout out shout out to you. Uh, great, great pickup there. Again, not financial advice, but we do love the boogers here. Um, Brian, they said that this movie, the first film, is going to debut at NFT NYC in June. Two other movies will debut later this year. My, my question here for you, and this is a tough one. Does this mean that now Coinbase NFT marketplace is getting pushed back even further? Or do you <laughs> think that these two things can coincide together? Yeah, uh, look, at, look at Greg's tweet here. This is perfect. This is exactly how I felt yesterday. We want Coinbase <laughs> NFT marketplace. Coinbase, we making a movie. Haha. Ha. LOL. Yeah, I mean, I I would think that they could do it uh, together because those are two separate departments. You would think like the developers can work on that while Coinbase hires a media uh, multimedia team to do the movie. But well, whatever. I don't know. I I think I'm actually the more I think about it, I'm kind of a little bit annoyed that they only offer ten thousand dollars for your ape because who knows how many they're going to be in the trilogy. I don't think this is going to be a you know, billion dollar movie or multi multi right, million right, dollar right. movie. Hold on. Hold on. Imagine being offered ten thousand dollars for like your golden ape to star. Yeah, see that's Frank <laughs> Franklin was not a fan of this. Let's just yeah, say that. You, so. you, if you can't like use it anywhere else, technically you don't own it because like yeah, what see, you I would want to see how the contract's worded. We're gonna have yeah. to do some digging because if mm -hmm. this prevents you from you know licensing Selling out your ape anything? for other stuff, like I think it it really, I mean, 10000 sounds Come like on, a lot Coinbase. of money, but comparatively, it's it's really not here. So mm -hmm. No, it's not. Not. I mean, you. that's three months of us. You know, that's not a lot. $300,000 for, you know, 300. I, I just looked at the floor price. They're at like almost $350,000 or so. Like yeah. that's that's a lot. But 10000 yeah, not even worth it. Chump change yeah. if you're talking about Bored Apes. <laughs> right. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it. We went a little over here, but Brian, I mean, what a fun show this was. Um, you know, we got to talk to Doug from, from Toy Boogers. We got that alpha dropped. We've got Kit Bash Boogers minting on April 30th. Uh, everyone, make sure you have that date written on your calendar. 
um, and we'll let you know if it changes for any reason. And uh, yeah, I mean, we got so much more to talk about. No roadmap tomorrow. Benzinga is hosting a boot camp where you can learn how to become a better stock and options trader. So definitely tune in for that. But we will be back on Thursday. And I believe we're having the team of another April project to watch join us. Uh, many of you know it and like to howl in the chat about Star Wolves. So make sure you tune in Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern time. We will catch everyone then. Uh, take care, everyone. Have a great rest of your day.